RKB 106.9 FM ¿Por qué tanto perderse, tanto buscarse sin encontrarse? Me encierran los muros de todas partes, Barcelona te estás equivocando, no puedes seguir inventando que el mundo sea otra cosa. Y volar como mariposa Barcelona Hace un calor que me deja Fría por dentro Con este vicio de vivir mintiendo Qué bonito sería tu mar Si supiera yo nadar Barcelona Mi mente está llena De cara de gente exagera Conocida, desconocida He vuelto a ser transparente, no existo más, Barcelona. Siendo esposo de tus cuidados, tu laberinto extrovertido. No he encontrado la razón, porque me duele el corazón. Porque es tan fuerte, que solo podré vivirte en la distancia y escribir. Good morning, it's Friday the 9th of May and it's English Radio um, at Radio Canal, Barcelona. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Kat. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, today we're going to talk about the benefits of co-working spaces. Um, last week we talked about startups in the city um, and how many of these entrepreneurs, freelancers, autonomous are working in co-working spaces and why it's beneficial to create co-working spaces and work within this type of environment. Um, so co-working spaces have become popular worldwide, affording startups instant networking opportunities and camarad camaraderie. <laughs> It's a tough well word. What's that? It's a tough word. It is a tough word, isn't it? Um, as well as the intangible benefit of what I call assisted serendipity. Assisted serendipity, what does that mean to you, Sam? I was just thinking about it when you said it. I think it's sort of pushing it's furthering the process of things happening naturally but giving it a little bit of a push yeah because you're in the right space at the right time exactly so you're help facilitating the process but there's still an element of serendipitous touch to it yeah okay good so this is what co-working co-working spaces um supposedly help with a multitude of unexpected encounters that are difficult to recreate in a traditional office setting and providing nearly immeasurable amounts of value for new businesses Yeah, so would you agree? Yes, I, I mean, I definitely would agree. I, you know, we knew the show was coming up and we started looking at different articles and things that supported co-working spaces and it's quite a trend that's moving really quickly. Uh, there's a couple articles um, and in it says in Forbes' article that co-working spaces have increased 400% in the last two years because they offered what forward-thinking entrepreneurs are looking for. And what forward-thinking entrepreneurs are looking for is community and collaboration. Uh, those two things seem to be the major forces behind why people are doing these co-working spaces. Okay. So um, and today, actually, we've got a few guests on to talk about co-working spaces. Uh, we've got Dante Smith. Good morning, Dante. Hello, good morning. Uh, from from start to be co-working. That's right. 
And, um, and Silicon Gracia. And Silicon Gracia, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And we've got Isabel Perez. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Isabel. Um, who's the manager, well, founder and manager of Meet BCN. Exactly, yeah. And Luis who, Carreras, who works at start to be Good morning. Good morning. But you also have a company called Moby Friends. Yeah, that's right. Which is about making friends online. Yeah, meeting new people. Great. We'll talk about that later. Um, just a few more tips on um, the article that we've about co-working. So, yeah, the Forbes article continues to go on to say, so what can co-working spaces really do for you? And they highlight a couple of points. And the first one is it helps you find the right people. And it's basically that you have a built-in support system. This article says there's a gold mine waiting for you. People are innovators, early adopters, experts. And so it's pretty much you're putting yourself in this situation where everyone's right there at your fingertips. Uh, the next thing it says is that it helps you save time. You guys can probably attest to this. You know, if you're working in the same space with people of like mind – and, you know, you have a project or you're saying, oh, what's that app? You just probably go to the person next to you and everyone's sort of on the same page in terms of, you know, knowing like the latest gadgets and what's going on. So pretty much save time. Instead of researching it, you go to the desk beside you and ask the person the question. Um, it says coworkers are tapped into the goings on in the city and you instantly become a part of a group that's in the know. And then the last thing it says is that coworking can help grow the local economy. And this is very interesting. Uh, according to recent estimates, what do you think um, the percentage of Americans would be by 2020 that will be freelancing on their own? What percentage would you think? Uh, I'm going to say 40%. <laughs> oh, you are very resourceful. It is 40% of uh, Americans will be doing something on a freelance basis by 2020. And it sort of says we're moving towards an indie economy. And indie economy, what, can you explain that to some people? Well, indie economy, I don't know. I'd probably ask our guests what's an indie economy. Oh, they're shaking their heads. Dante, what do you think an indie economy is? Uh, must come from Indie House in the U.S., which is one of the first co-working spaces uh, around. And it's very, very important in, you know, for building really the, the local community. You know, I don't know a lot of history about it, but I've heard lectures from them. And they seem to be, you know, really good pioneers. Okay. So the word indie, independent? Yeah, I think it's independent, sort of like the indie film industry, anything that's uh, off the beaten track. I think it comes from Indianapolis, which is where they started. Okay. okay. And they, they sort of revitalized a lot of Indianapolis, you know. But I'm, I'm sure we could research online on a further program. And, yeah, I'm uh, sure it has two meanings. It, exactly, yeah. probably double double mm -hmm. meaning there. And how, how important is it to surround yourself with the right people in terms of... Well, it's been said that it's who you surround yourself that is the most important thing. It's even less of what you do and who you're with. And there's this great quote. Uh, guy, Scott Dismore in California, started a company called Live Your Legend. It's a big movement about living your passion, sort of creating the life that you want to live. And he says, the biggest single predictor of success, however you want to define that, is the people who surround you. The world influence us, influences us more than we realize and more than we'd like to believe. And I completely believe in that. You know, there's stories of people who are trying to start their own business and mm -hmm. in their own home or in a certain area, and it's not working. They instantly they move somewhere where there's like-minded people, they surround themselves with a community, and their business takes off in a very short amount of time. And this is where serendipity, assisted serendipity, steps in. Exactly. You're putting yourself in a situation where you're 
going to get the help and the sort of the energy that you need. Yeah. Um, and this week, we've obviously had the Fest Up going on, which is the um, a lot of startups um, in and around the city meeting um, angel investors. Uh, Scott Mackin, who we had on last week, um, he was the organizer. And a lot of these people, I, I understand, work within co-working spaces. So in terms of building a business, it sort of helps build your business from a, you know, if you want to find a technical person or a graphic designer, all these people are hopefully working in your co-working space so they can build your business. Would you agree? Yes. And we, we want to take that a stage further. That's why we started uh, Silicon Graphia, because the, a lot of work at co-working spaces in Barcelona are pretty small, so they can't have a wide range of people, okay? If we can make a community, a larger community with other co-working spaces, then for sure you're going to be able to find that graphic designer or that mobile app developer or, or, or whatever you need because of the volume, because of numbers. Okay, so Silicon Grassa is, is like the, the sort of center of, the, of te technology, is that? No, I wouldn't say technology. It's just a community that we're building of co-working spaces to make it like a hub to attract people, people from, outside. from outside, from, from overseas, and also attract work because really in Spain there is a great shortage of work. There is a lot of graphic designers that don't have any work. Mm -hmm. So why don't we get them moving and get them some work from London or from China or from Brazil or from India or wherever? Great. You know? So. No, the, the name Silicon, do you think that attracts people more just because of the name? Do you think it sparks interest? Well, well in Spain, everybody has said to me, uh, Mola, you know, which means, yeah, it, it sounds great. You know, I, I, I think, you know, when I uh, sell my company, when I sell Start to Be, for example, to people and say what I do, and I mention Silicon Gracia, they get the name. They have more retention in their head with Silicon Gracia than start to be, for example. Mm -hmm. it, 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 it just clicks better. Uh, yeah. And that's why we did it. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Silicon and, and start to be later. And Isabel, um, we'll, we'll come back to you in a couple of seconds. We're just going to play our first song. Okay. And then we'll, we'll talk about Meet, meet BCM. Stumble to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five Waiting for 
the day your ship will come in and the tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way. Working nine to five. Nine to five. I don't think it's nine to five in uh, co-working spaces, is it? No? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not nine to five in co-working spaces. No, no it's 24 it's, hours. It's 24-hour hour seven. Yeah. 24-7, yeah. Great. So, Isabel, tell me about um, your co-working space, Meet BCN. How did you come up with the idea? Well, it was totally by chance. Uh, I decided to start my own business in engineering services. So I decided to go to home uh, to, to do the business plan. And uh, I spent like three months working alone from, alone from home. Then I realized that uh, I couldn't work from home. I missed uh, the contact with people. I missed having lunch uh, with them, just talk uh, to them about life, you know, the, the kind of things that I used to do with my former workmates. So I decided to go out uh, to Barcelona to look for a space to work and I couldn't find anything that I really like it. So I decided to to create uh, my my own co-working space. And how is your co-working space different to any other co-working space like Better House for example or Activa? Well, uh, for example, uh, I think that uh, Midvisiana and Better House, we are co-working spaces, both, but uh, Barcelona Activa is a business incubator focused on accelerating, uh, ac- accelerating business. So uh, sometimes they apply some uh, criteria selection to choose the companies that can work in their spaces, okay? And Midvisiana and Better House, no, we are co-working spaces and we share the same philosophy. But uh, I think that our difference is basically that we are focused on different kind of clients. Okay, but the house is uh, more alternative. They are more like a social club. Even the, the office is different. They have a building with six floors and 2,000, 2000 square meters. Wow. And Midvisiana is more like a boutique, boutique co-working. No? We have just 200 square meters. And uh, I think that our clients, for example, value that the space is quiet, that is nicely decorated. Mm-hmm. You have some services like reception. Um, and uh, f- I think that basically uh, the difference is that our clients value more quantity, uh, quality than quantity. And I think that the clients of Veta House are more in- interested in being part of this big community and they are less exigent with uh, the features of the space. Okay. You know? So what what kind of people do you attract to your co-working space? I mean. Well, uh, they usually, uh, the age is uh, around uh, 30, 35. Uh, they haven't started right now with their companies. They uh, are uh, at least three or four years. And uh, they are looking for uh, a quiet place with image because usually they receive clients. And um, we have a reception and we assist them, you know. 
and um, I would say they are less alternative, you know, than in other co-working spaces. We are really well located. We are in Paris uh, with Valmes Street. So it's uh, the center of business activity, and uh, we are focused on these kind of clients. No? They value the image, the location, the, the decoration of the space. Well, that's one thing I was wondering, because one of the your selling points is that you're a designer, boutique, offices. Yeah. How, how big of a factor do you think image plays in people choosing to work in your spaces? Well, at the beginning, when I was designing MidVCN, uh, for me, the most important thing was the design of the space, the color in the walls, the kind of furniture, you know, but... Uh, Why? Af- yeah, after a while, you realize that this is not so important. It's important, but it's just another factor in the decision process of my clients. But uh, I think it helps to attract people, but once they are at MidVCN, you need something else. You need to offer something else. And I think that this something else is people working there. The atmosphere that uh, when they go into the office can live and breathe, you know, the feeling that they have with the manager of the co-working while, while you are showing them at the, uh, around, you know, these intangible things, I think that are the important one in the process of decision of your client. So mm. obviously the design is important, but it's not enough because... You can have a really nice space, but it can be really cold if the atmosphere is not the adequate. Well, you mentioned the people, and uh, there's a recent blog in Barcino they were on last week, and it says that it helps working with people helps inspire others, and you're fueling, you're pretty much fueling inspiration. Yeah. How do you think co-working spaces helps with that? Well, uh, for sure, uh, I think that uh, the energy that you can find in a co-working space is really special because you are surrounded by people passionate and energetic and following their dreams through their companies. So uh, you can talk to them, share experiences, ask for advice. So this is really good for, for emotionally for you. So if you feel okay, you will work, you will work better, you know, so. Mm-hmm. It's better than working at home on your own. Yeah, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, is it better? My question is, you know how sometimes in an office everyone talks about hanging around the water cooler and there's a lot of time, I'd say dilly-dallying, where you're just sort of talking to people, not really being productive. Do you think there's that same, I'm going to say, waste of time in a co-working space? No, 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 not at all, yeah. Usually you are more productive in a co-working space because uh, you have a schedule and you have much less distractions than working at home. So people say it when you, you can you can hear it almost every week. Okay, today I have worked much more than when I was working at home. But do you have less distractions than working in a typical office setting? Uh, well, I think that uh, if you are working for someone else, you can choose, of course, because you have to, to work in the typical office. But if you are self-employed, you have two options. You can work from home. You can work uh, in a coffee shop. You will have much more distractions. And you can work uh, in a co-working space. You know. So my experience says that when uh, sometimes people want to work from home until they actually start working from home, you know, <laughs> then it's like a nightmare because you are alone. You don't talk to to anyone. And being in uh, a co-working space, you get up in the morning and you know that there are twenty people uh, in your same office uh, on the same wavelength, you know, mm-hmm. with most likely the same concerns and similar needs. So you can share all these things with them, you know. Okay. So if you can afford it, it's much better working in a co-working space than in a 
then you can't sell for sure. And if you're if you're setting up as doing a, a startup business, uh, is there the space in your space, co-working space, to um, sort of bring in to talk about your your new business um, in terms of um, having meetings and and you know thinking up ideas on how you're going to move to the next level in your business? Well, yeah, there is always uh, the possibility to expand the business. <laughs> No. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, what I notice also in, in better, like for example, Better House. Yeah, you're sort of very working very close together. Yeah. So, and you want to have space to be able to, you know, think up new ideas if you're working with somebody ah, okay. on your startup. So, okay. do you provide space for? Yeah, we have three meeting rooms, and if they need a private uh, space just to talk, uh, they can use them without problem. Okay, great. Okay. So. And- you guys also have, you offer a virtual office, which I thought was really interesting because it sort of goes with that whole image idea. A lot of people, I said to you, is it just like a secretary? And you said, yeah, it's sort of like a secretary and a place that you can have an address. Do, yeah. do people really like this option? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these kind of services are focused on people who don't need a physical space but uh, want to give an image as a more consolidated company. So basically, we offer two kinds of uh, virtual office services, depends on your needs. The basic would be the basic address services. If you need uh, to use our address as the address of your business, so you will, we will pick up your, your mail and uh, manage it, okay? And the second one would be the telephone services, just if you need us to, to, to answer the calls of your clients so we can manage uh, the messages. Okay, great. Okay, yeah. So, so for virtual secretary. Yeah. That's great for people who really don't don't need uh, the co-working space, but uh, he, they want to to give uh, an image more consolidated as a company. What's the craziest thing that's happened since you started New BCN? I mean, have there been some crazy clients or interesting <laughs> meetings? Like, I mean, I'm just thinking you have people from all over, different walks yeah. of life. Uh, there must be something that, like, an incident that stands out in your mind. Well, I think that the most funny thing that happens at Medicine is the problems with language, you know, because more, a lot of people are learning Spanish and sometimes at the kitchen, this is like the meeting point, you know. When we are talking, you can hear really funny things, you know. For example, we have an example of a co-worker. Um, he was looking for a, for a room in a flat and he wrote a message in Facebook, okay, and uh, just to the contacts, okay, I'm looking for a flat, please. If you want, I can take care of your cat too, because usually people, <laughs> you know, this is this was like the joke. And uh, he tried to put it in Spanish, and in, he looked uh, in the dictionary, and uh, the word uh, take care was forrar. Forrar is, for example, in Spanish, when you have a book and you want to take care, you can put it like a plastic above, and just and he put on Facebook, I can forrar tu gato. So <laughs> strangle your cat. Yeah, like, he, he wanted to kill cat. the cat of someone, and he was trying to look for a flat at this message, you know, with this message. So how successful kind of was he in getting in getting well, uh, responses? Zero exit success, zero. Yeah, yeah. Finally, we tried to find the flat for another way, you know, but not via Facebook. So okay. Do, does serendipity happen in your uh, co-working space? Yeah, yeah, it's happening. Yeah, because it's a normal process. No, when you have twenty people working there together, uh, serendipity is the normal thing, you know. So uh, they uh, happy coincidences. <laughs> yeah. yeah, helping each other out. Yeah. Excellent. Isabel, so, and your website, www.meetbcn.com. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah. All right, well, we'll play another song and we'll come back to co-working spaces. 
Trumpets by Jason Derulo. That was Isabel's song. Why, why do you like that song? I don't know. It cheers me up, you know? <laughs> no, it's got a great beat. Very peppy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so we are back talking about co-working spaces, and we just spoke to Isabel from Meet BCN. And now we're going to speak with Dante, who started Start to Be and is uh, Gracia Silicon Valley's 
sort of founder and CEO. Hi, Dante. Hello. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about start to be you We were saying that we thought it was mostly geared towards IT people, but you said that you don't turn anybody away. Exactly, because we need customers, <laughs> because we're new and we can't afford to. Uh, but the, the general idea, because we've been in this sort of related IT businesses, you know, is to have IT people. We think that you know specializing is 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 a good idea, and I'm also building like a role model, like a tech hub in London, which is uh, a co-working space, which we found, which I found. I'm new to co-working, and uh, the first name I thought for start to be was tech hub, and I looked it up on Google, and I said, oh my god, there's already one that exists. It started about one year before me. And had the same name, you know. And so I said, they didn't know I was going to use this name, so they've copied me. No, they didn't. Obviously, I was, I was going to copy them, you know. And uh, they are based on technology. They are in the Google campus. And I thought, this is a great business uh, model, you know. Why and IT specifically for Barcelona? Is there a lack of that here? No, I don't think there's really a lack, but I think that if you concentrate a lot of IT guys, you know, we've seen, for example, with Movie Friends in our old office, there is Movie Friends is an independent company, and we were getting a lot of feedback between two independent companies in the IT market, okay, from people asking each other about um, databases and what's happening to the Sphinx ca uh, cache and things like that. There's a lot of feedback that you get because somebody's sitting in front of you, even though he's in another company. You know, uh, you can find all this out yourself, but it'll take you 10 minutes or, or 10 hours looking, look, looking it up and, and checking it out when the guy in front of you might just say, you haven't updated to version 5.7, you know. So uh, this is, and one of the, you said, you know, why, why do I um, uh, get to the idea of co-working spaces? Because I like building communities. I think communities are the things of the future. Uh, the old systems are, are, are breaking down, you know, and uh, everybody has to sort of fend for themselves these days. You know, the state is, is, is more or less in, 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 in chaos, you know. And um, everybody has to um, get smart. Uh, and the ideal place to get smart is in a co-working space. And if these, if these co-working spaces are related into each other, then you become very powerful because you have a community of 200, 300 people instead of just one working space. I can have 30 people. Isabel can have 20 people. And, uh, but if we are nine co-working, we have 200, 250 people. Mm -hmm. So that that makes you a power to help each other and to get business from 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 somewhere else, you know. Well, like you said, you have been here for quite some time. You're mm -hmm. a veteran of Barcelona, so you've obviously seen the professional environment evolve quite a bit. And you say co-working spaces are a power. How do you think that the co-working spaces are really driving the professional, uh, I guess, community in Barcelona as opposed to what it used to be? Uh, well. They, they weren't there before, you know. Uh, if if we take uh, the first co-working space in Barcelona, was uh, my neighbour, uh, Gracia Work Centre, which is fifty metres from from my location, mm -hmm. 
She started six years ago, and she didn't know what co-working was. Right. You know, she she you know she thought, oh, okay, I have this office. I'm going to uh, have some other company in with me to share expenses, and that has grown into co-working. And then maybe three years ago, she went to America and said, oh, this is what co-working is. So would oh, you yeah, say I'm doing. The, I'm I'm building a co-working. Would space. you say the benefits then of co-working spaces uh, have advantages over the old system? Uh, well, as as Isabel said, you know, it's social. It's a social place. When you come to somewhere, well, I'm going to put a plug in for Google here. Google say, and they have redesigned all their offices, the most important place in an office is the bar, is the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Because that's where the best ideas, uh, and that's where the people from the third floor and the basement mingle in the coffee shop. And that's what that's why Google, you're never more than, I don't know, 100 meters from a coffee shop in any building of Google, you know. And when I went to Google campus in London for the first time, you know, you can't find a seat and you get such a fantastic feedback. Everybody is working in a very relaxed atmosphere. But, you know, you, you can interrupt somebody and, and you can see that everything is positive, you know, so... If you are surrounded by positivity, you get positive. How far is the coffee shop or the bar in B two B? In start to B. In start to B. Sorry. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, when I was talking B2B. to you, I was thinking, oh, it's like B two B. We mostly, uh, I think it, it represents twenty five percent of the space. Oh, okay. yeah, it's 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 enormous. People who come and visit us remember us. For for the kitchen, coffee shop, whatever, whatever have you, you know. They, they, does they, does it turn into a wine bar later uh, in the evening? Yeah, and lots of other things <laughs> too. <laughs> oh, good, and also you organise uh, the workshop, English learning English workshop. That's right. Um, when I when I opened, I had it very clearly that uh, to work in technology, you have to be very proficient in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing, for example, um, all meetups about technology in Barcelona are in English. Okay. So if you can't speak English and you're an IT tech, you, you've, had, you've got a very hard time yeah, to, to go to good meetings. So uh, I thought, okay, I want all my staff, everybody to, to be really fluent in English. So I started the workshop really for, for a homegrown thing. You know? mm. Then suddenly I started telling other people and that's when we started Silicon Gracia and I have co-workers and co-working managers from other uh, co-working spaces that come to my English workshops and this has grown and our workshop now is about um, 25 people uh, they, we have an average of about 10 people a time and out of those 25 people 5 have become customers of start to be Fantastic. and in one way or another no, they're not full time co-workers and I found that they are the best ambassadors that 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 that, that I have. You know, they they they. It's 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 really building a community. And I, you know, it's it's like my dream come true. You know, you start right. something that you think what's well, going to help, and then you find it helps a lot of other people, and then a lot of other people start helping you. Mm. You know, if you give something to the system, I think you get it back. In you get it back one day. Like you, the, you get like it back one day. And like, and I think that 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 this helps the the idea, you know, that we we ended up uh, at the beginning at nine o'clock. We have, we start at half past seven, finish at nine o'clock. 
And now we finish at 11 o'clock because we always go and have a, have a drink in a bar. Great. So, so we're speaking English from half past seven to 11 o'clock. Well, you're, you're fostering a community and interactions with people. And speaking of that community, uh, Isabel and Dante are part of that community. And you guys, tomorrow, aren't you going out into Gracia to try and get more people a part of your community as that's, part of Silicon Gracia? That's right. That's right. We, we have asked the town hall for mission, which we got after three months. You know, uh, jolly good Spain for bureaucracy, as usual. <laughs> Um, sorry about that plug, but that's the that's way okay. it is. You live here with the pros and the cons. Uh, exactly, exactly. We also sell, um, shall we say, in Silicon Gracia, the idea that the lifestyle that you can have in Barcelona is second to none. It's the best in the world for location, for drinking wine, for having good food, for living, for everything, for beach, for surfing. And, and you know, you can't do this. Certainly, you can't do it in 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 London, you know. And um, so, know. is that what you're pushing tomorrow during That's, this? Well, fair? Uh, basically, we want people to know because there's an awful lot of people don't know what co-working is. There's an awful lot of people, as Isabel said, that are working from home, and they're not getting the best out of themselves yeah. because they don't know. So, we're trying to bring the opportunities of knowing what is co-working because you ask the average guy, even um, educated people, even people in technology or creativity you know what's co-working and they think well some sort of co cooperative or something they don't have a you know they don't have the idea that it's a shared office space where you build a community mm -hmm. and and you know you get a lot of feedback okay so that's happening tomorrow between 11 and 5 um we'll come back to dante in a, in a minute and also to um maybe friends
night is cloudy There is still a light that shines on me Shine until tomorrow, let it be I wake up to the sound of music Mother Mary comes to me Speaking words of wisdom, let it be Uh, let it be uh, chosen by Dante because of buzz, 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 the B word. That's right. And the website www.starttobe.com. That's perfect. Fantastic. Okay. Maybe friends. Maybe friends. Louise, good morning. Evan, good morning. We've already said good morning yeah. to you. Um, maybe friends, I'm just reading it, offers um, a way of interacting with people online, meeting friends. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, it's a place to meet new people for free. Then you can make friends, share hobbies, uh, flirt, dating, or you can choose also the option. Uh, we will see. How is it different to Facebook? It just out of interest. Well, Facebook, it's a place mainly in order to be in contact with people you already know. And my friends is a place to meet people that you don't know, um, if you, um, um, just to meet new people. Oh, okay. Because so, actually, sometimes on Facebook, do you get strange people trying to make friends with you and you think, who's this? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. In Facebook, uh, in other places, you can meet new people. Uh, the point is that here it's just for that. It's to meet new people. Then you can make search, advanced search, then uh, choose people that it's searching the same kind of things you are searching, just making friends or people it's just looking for dating. Okay. And then you can choose and just meet new people. And then you can have you have uh, messages, movies where you can send a key or so things like that. And also you have a video chat where you can chat with them and then with audio and video too, meet the other people. And then if you say, okay, uh, yeah, it's good, then you can meet them. Does it have a GPS? Uh, it doesn't have a GPS up to now. No, because it's one thing we will add later on. Uh, we are close now to seven... 700,000 users, but we need more than 1 million in order to have a GPS because with GPS you want people nearby and then you need uh, really uh, more users. But doesn't that, I mean, because I noticed Tinder, do you know about Tinder? Yeah, 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 I know. Tinder has a, a, a GPS and they, they started off quite small in Barcelona because they started in San Francisco and then they moved to the bigger cities and then they've come here, but it, it's growing and growing. Yeah, but Tinder is the same guy, uh, people that did Ginder, uh, 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 Grindr. Grindr. It's the same people. Then they have a, it's a big company, have a lot of money, and then they have a lot of marketing. Okay, they started small in this place, the other place, but with a lot of marketing behind. Then, um, yeah. Are you in it to, to make money? Or you, I mean, sorry, but I don't mean like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would just see it like it is. <laughs> what is your Okay, yeah, the objective, our objective is in order to build a really good place, in order to meet new people. And then, yeah, we want to, uh, to well, up to now we have just advertising, it's free, and we will add some premium features. Okay. You know, sometimes with these websites, while you're speaking, I'm wondering, you never really know who you're going to meet. Um, and that's, you know, sometimes these dating websites, sometimes they have a strong filter or you can really, you feel safe. Mm -hmm. uh, do you get that issue with Moby Friends where people are meeting really crazy people? Or is there, do you feel secure that you're meeting quality people who, you know, are sane? Okay, first, um, well, yeah. Um, in our case, the thing we do is that, okay, it's a free place, then everybody can sign up. Then the, th the thing we do is just uh, we have a moderation team, so we moderate all the pictures and texts. Uh, then um, 
With that, we filter all the fake speakers because we are able to see, okay, this picture it's coming from there or the other, it's a copy of the other one. We filter also duplicate uh, profiles. And also we have this button that it's okay if you have any problem with anybody, then you can just inform us. Then we verify everything. And then if there is something, people is doing some naughty things, then we give us some kind of, okay. Uh, warning. Warning. And then second warning, just we raise the account and we block the access. Then... And uh, with this, we get a really good quality and the people say, oh, yes, it's really cool. I met a lot of really cool people. And the other thing, we have a video chat. Then, okay, maybe they have uh, some picture. It's a bit old because some people do that. But then you say, okay, before meeting, uh, let's have a chat. And then in the video chat, you can see the real people and say, okay, yeah, okay. And then after that, you can meet in real life. So okay. there's, a, there's a definite system of control there. Uh, we have, yeah. Yeah. So you, you're seeing some quite interesting things going on behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> sometimes. I'm sure. Would, would you say it's primarily a dating website as opposed to people just looking for new friends? Um, for example, um, we have these kind of statistics and then a woman, uh, the options, well, we have five options. You can choose, okay, it's just for making new friends, share hobbies, flirt, dating, oh, oh we'll, we'll see. Uh, then in Spanish we say ya veremos and then um, women uh, mainly uh, are uh, choosing the make friends and uh, men are choosing more dating but the second one for men it's make friends and the second one for women it's dating mm -hmm. and then uh, so it's, um, it depends so it's 700,000 users around Spain uh, no um, we are mainly in Spain but because it's in Spanish we have a lot of users in Latin America too okay and you're based out of uh, start to be uh, co-working space yeah we started in uh, start to be in the first office they they had uh, a few years ago and uh, it was a small it was uh, like a, a kind of a starting because it was my friends another company and then uh, Dante started the new start to be office uh, just a few months ago and Dante are you using the uh, app uh, maybe friends to make yeah. friends, <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's it's great that my my wife doesn't understand English. <laughs> yes, I do it, but it's strictly for business <laughs> to help Luis. Yeah, Re yeah, research yeah. purposes. That's yeah. right. That's yeah. Thank, you. thank you. Yeah. Yes, Dante. Because okay, every time we add some new feature, we ask people and friends, "Oh, can you check this?" And then Dante is helping us and are you, check in. Are you doing any live events for maybe friends? Well, this is one thing we want to do. Uh, the only thing is we are a startup based in Spain, in Barcelona. <clears throat> then financing here, it's quite difficult. Then we want to do a lot of things, but we don't have the team uh, big enough you know, to do that and not the financing. But once we have that, for sure, we want to do live events because meeting new people online, it's one good thing because you can do everywhere, every time. But uh, meeting uh, people uh, in real life in meetups, uh, it's another way. And, yeah, we want to offer that too. Yeah, definitely. You, so. want, you want to feel that they're real and human. Yeah. 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 You, the good thing is to have both options. Okay. And then uh, we want to offer that, yeah. Okay, great. So um, thanks, thank you, Louise, for joining us this thank morning. You, and her website, www.mobifriends.com. Mobifriends.com. And, and what, what will we see in the future? Um, well, now we are adding a new chat. It's going to be a really good new chat uh, with technology similar to the one that's using Google and Facebook because we, uh, 
the carbon one uh, it's working but uh, with uh, the amount of users we have now <laughs> uh, it's sometimes a bit slow and uh, also mobile apps and uh, we want to add groups and events uh, a lot of things fantastic okay well we look forward to uh, seeing maybe friends uh, develop mm-hmm. um thank you all for joining us this morning thank it's been you. very uh, worthwhile and informative Thank you all for yeah. having us. Thank you. And um, we're just going to talk about a few events happening this weekend. We've got the Barcelona Bridal Week three-day exhibition. Yes, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah, May the 6th to the 11th. Um, so that is. And then we've got the Flower Power in Girona, the uh, Flower Festival happening in Girona this May the 10th to the 18th. Um, also on Sunday, uh, sitting in peace, which is a um, what is it? Meditation. Yes, I think it's a meditation. Um, uh, to I don't actually understand what it is. I have to, I have to say, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of people coming together to meditate for a cause. Okay, and there's 50 monastics from Plum Village who are leading the collective meditation at I, 6:30 on Sunday at Arc de Triomphe. Exactly. So if you feel like meditating on Sunday at 6.30 uh, and being peaceful about it, that is the place to be. And Sam, what are you doing this weekend? This weekend? Uh, this weekend I have a relaxing weekend. On Tuesday, I'm actually going to see Jane Goodall. Um, do you know who Jane Goodall is? Um, I am sort of know the name. Tell me a bit, a bit about her. Well, she's one of the world's leading uh, foremost experts in chimpanzees. For 45 years, she's been researching them and has the Gombe Stream National Park in Tanzania. And she's like an um, anthropologist, ethologist, primatologist. She's incredibly knowledgeable and quite an inspiration. And I'm going to go hear her speak, and I'm really excited about that because but, it's probably one of those once-in-a-lifetime experiences. Okay, and we've got the startup parties ha- happening tomorrow night. Isabel, you're going to go along? Yeah, of course. <laughs> That's part of the Fest Up Week, which is yeah. promoting startups in Barcelona. So um, weather, sunny, mix of clouds, um, highs of 20, 21 over the weekend and into next week. Enjoy your weekend. And next week, we're back with uh, Rich um, talking about interns, sorry, Barcelona SAE, which is interns and students working for companies in Barcelona from the States. So we'll look forward to chatting to him next week. Yeah, this should be very interesting. Have a great weekend, Kat. Yeah, you too. And see you next week.